Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. That's right. Biden had his physical. And while I'm sure his doctors were very thorough, I wanted to ask some follow-up questions myself. So if you don't mind, uh, we're going to talk to him right now. Uh, Real quick, uh, what what is your typical resting heart rate? Two. Okay. (laughs) That's pretty low. That's pretty low. Uh, moving on, what, what did the doctor say when he finished your colonoscopy? That tunnel is 150 years old. All right, well, that's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that's... Well, now, uh, how many hours of sleep are you getting at night? Uh, Eight hours. Okay, that's good. And how many hours of sleep are you getting during the day? Eight hours. Okay, now... What have you been wearing to bed to avoid those frequent trips to the bathroom? Depends. All right. You know what? Hey, never mind. Never mind. Thank you very much. Sorry to bother you, sir. Thank you. Huh. Wow. As humor, eh, as a measure of where people's perceptions are? Mm. Right. Yeah, that's the the important thing. I suppose we should... uh, I suppose... Well, I don't know. I don't want to play that whole thing. The the headline being the president when got his physical came out and they declared him fine. No major changes from last year and he's physically capable of doing the job. They didn't mention anything about his mind because that's not part of the physical unless you want it to be part of the physical. And there's no laws or regulations surrounding this. The president uh, uh, releases what he wants to release. 
and doesn't release what he doesn't want to release. It's meaningless. Which is fine. I, I My attitude ought to be the same as the whole taxes thing. You don't have to release your taxes. Let the voters decide if they think yeah. that's an important issue or not. And if, sure. it, and, and if you would think, if you're polling as badly as you are, where nearly 9 out of 10 Americans don't think you're capable of doing the job, you would want to release some information to uh, turn that around. But I don't think you can. No, if there had been some sort of acing of a cognitive test to disclose, he'd have disclosed it. Right. So, you know, the, the, the silence speaks volumes. Yeah, he's got some sort of hip thing, which is causes him to uh, have a, a walk. A stiff gait, Jack. A stiff gait is what they called it, yes. Yes. Um, but, uh, well, play, play 41 again. This is the official White House on, on his on his mental abilities. The president doesn't need a cognitive test. That is not my assessment. That is not my assessment. That is the assessment of the president's doctor. He passes a cognitive test every day. So one of the, some publication the other day, I've got it in my notes. Um, I think it was, I shouldn't say since I don't know, but one of your, like, Politico, Axios, one of those places, reported that donors, big Democratic donors, are asking, why does the president need note cards when he's doing a fundraiser, so he's in friendly territory. He controls who asks what completely on topics that, in theory, he should be as well versed on as anybody is, and sure. he has to, still has to have note cards, mm-hmm. which is a decent question. I'd be like me having note cards in my own house to try to remind me of uh, what the kids' names are, or what school they go to, or the fact that we have dinner at night, or anything like that. As I've pointed out, I've seen him using note cards to say we have an important relationship with the people of New Zealand and we hope it improves going forward. You need a note card for that? Yeah, so that that, that was a bit of a story last week. Another example of somebody getting a, with new modern cameras, getting a picture of his note cards and it being put out there. And the pushback was, well, here are all the other presidents who use note cards. Yeah, but not... With friendlies at a fundraiser <laughs> talking right. about issues that are like their primary issues. Usually they can talk off the top of their head about that. Michael, play, give me 41 again, KJP. The president doesn't need a cognitive test. That is not my assessment. That is not my assessment. That is the assessment of the president's doctor. He passes a cognitive test every day. Now, in clip 46, you'll hear Joe Biden attempting to introduce Asian-American producer Joan Shigakawa. I honored a group of trailblazing artists with National Medals of Arts and Humanities. The group included groundbreaking Asian-Americans like Vera Wang and, and, and Joan Shingang, Shinga Kawawa. I think I pronounced it correctly. She can call me Joe Bidden. Wow, that's just sad. I mean... And, and Joan Shingang, she, she, I'm going to pass her, Shanga... Ko, what did he say in the middle when he was trying to speak English? Even the English parts of that. Play just the beginning of 46, Michael. I honored a group of trailblazing artists with National Medals of Arts and Humanities. The group included yeah. groundbreaking well, Asian Americans. He's got a stutter. He kind of got a little momentum there. At, uh, He's got a stutter. Sentence. You're an ableist. 
please. You're making fun of somebody with a speech impediment. That's what you're doing. The president doesn't need a cognitive test. He passes one every day. All right, ignore the evidence of your eyes and ears. Well, and again, uh, the fact that I saw this news story so many times yesterday and nobody mentioned even their own reporting. I think I was, I forget what I was watching, NBC. And I thought, are you going to mention your own poll? Coming out of this story, by the way, our own NBC poll shows that 86% of Americans think he's not mentally fit to be president. You really ought to. I mean, if you're a journalist at all, throw that into the story when you just took the White House spin on this. Push back with your own data. I'm not going to get into the particulars of how I came to this opinion, but um, it's absolutely beyond questioning that the closeness of the national media and the White House or the federal government in particular and how the media function is flax for the party in power, if it's Democrats, is really disgusting. They are not journalists in the traditional sense. They are, uh, you know, they're they're. PR flack slash clickbait artists. It's uh, it's a shame, but you just have to learn how to take in media in a new way these days. Yeah, no, it is what it is. The voters will decide. Jack, I know you've heard me say this a hundred times. Leap year was never a good sheep year. Traditions and superstitions about leap year, and specifically leap day. Fascinating from around the globe. Stay with us. I don't think enough of you realize that February 29th is added in each year that is an integer multiplied by four and less evenly divisible by 100, but not 400. For example, 1900 was not a leap year, but 2000 was. I've been lost since word number three, folks. How about you? (laughs) Leap year is the last day of February in leap years, with the exception of 1712 in Sweden. (laughs) Right. Right. So one year in Sweden. the Swedish exception. Everybody knows about that. One year in Sweden, 300 years ago, they said, we're not doing it this year. (laughs) We're tired of it. It sucks. I would rather go look at the fjords. We got more news of the day to get to, and uh, yeah, just stick around. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I don't know if you're aware of this in other parts of the country, but in California, we get this ridiculous new minimum wage thing for fast food workers. $20 an hour for minimum wage. Now, I guess it doesn't start till whenever, but they, the uh, restaurants have already started adjusting because they got to get prepared for how the hell are we going to be able to stay open paying burger flippers $20 an hour. Well, uh, and hilarious thing happened yesterday. It's funny. I just got a text. Somebody saying I say the word hilarious too much. So a funny thing or a uh, laugh out loud thing happened where Gavin Newsom, the governor, came out with a carve out for Panera Bread. They're not fast food because they bake bread, so they don't have to meet the minimum wage dealio. All right. And it turns what out. What an odd theory. How, where did that come from? Turns out Panera Bread uh, is owned by a guy who's a friend of and big donor to Gavin Newsom. Um, But so uh, a couple of things pointed out on this that are obvious. We got this text um, from someone who's in the bagel business. Yeah, I I, for some reason, bagels don't count. Bagels aren't bacon bread. Anyway. um, Oh, no, no, no. Become a friend with Gavin. No, they were making the point that bagels uh, bagels aren't subject to it but he said that's not the way it works i can't get employees when fast food is paying twenty dollars an hour the only way i'm going to be able to compete to get any employees is to also pay twenty dollars an hour so it affects me also now if you're a socialist lefty you think that's what we're trying to do but um yeah that makes perfectly good sense obviously it's going to affect all the other you can uh, even if you don't have to pay legally the twenty dollars an hour you're not competing for that kind of unskilled labor and if you're hiring numbskulls or new people or whomever that only deliver $15 an hour of value to your business just set fire to a $5 bill every hour for every employee not to mention payroll taxes and the rest of it and uh, and just continue to make enough profit to stay in business uh, why wouldn't you and it affects every other industry get away from restaurants uh, an industry I'm very familiar with uh, now has the challenge of some people that were making less than $20 an hour for a low-level jobs, they can go to Wendy's and make $3 an hour more. They will. Until so, those jobs don't exist, which will not take very long at all. Right. We'll see how it plays out. Interesting experiment. That's the great thing about living in California. You get to have all these crazy nut job experience experiments with socialism and uh, messing with free markets and having homeless people on the street as a, as an example to the rest of the country. If you live in the rest of the country, you should thank us for doing these stupid freaking things. Illogical, utopian stupidity. Yeah, absolutely true.
Fast food isn't the rain or the sun that has to exist. It exists because it's profitable. Drive out the profit, it will go away. Unless you find people are willing to pay $15 for kind of a crappy hamburger. Could be they are. We'll find out, I suppose, as you are artificially jacking up all of the costs. It's just, it's galling. I had two cheeseburgers, no onions from McDonald's yesterday. I didn't notice what they cost, but I'll, pay. I'll keep my eye on it. Eat your onions like a man. <sighs> I don't agree with no you. No onions. I disagree with you, too. You're going to get rid of me next, huh? <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> Jack, leap year was never a good sheep year, according to the Scots. Being born on a leap day is a bad omen. In Greece, February 29th is considered to be so unlucky that couples are discouraged from marrying on that date. Those who do are warned they will be divorced and never find true love. <laughs> so if you're, you mind your own damn business. <laughs> so if you're 40 years old and your birthday is today, you're 10. You've had 10 birthdays on your day. Yeah. That must be a hell of a cross to bear. You child. Or it's liberating and you can act like a 10-year-old. Or it's mildly so the, amusing to yes. people you tell. The Greek superstition probably came from the Romans who conquered Greece in 146 B.C. Of course, you knew that. And brought them, uh, brought with them the belief that February was the month of the dead. An extra date meant one more day when the god of the underworld, Pluto to the Romans, Hades to the Greeks, was free to walk the earth. So today you got uh, Hades walking the earth. I'll be damned. Look both ways before you cross the streets, Hades. People don't give a damn. Almost everybody on planet Earth uses the Gregorian calendar. Uh, China does not. They've got their own Chinese calendar, but so much of the world is dominated by the other calendar, they have to adjust to it all the time. I'm surprised they just haven't given in and thought, you know, let's, let's all drive on the right side of the road and just make life easier. The Chinese are hardcore Han supremacists. That's the main ethnic group. Uh, I mean, they, they are seriously uh, Han supremacists. They think everything to do with their culture is superior to others. Yeah, the Gregorian calendar, which was kind of forced on the world by Pope Gregory the Eighth in 1582, has since been adopted as a matter of convenience by most secular and non-Christian countries, just so we all are speaking the same language, and who the hell cares anyway? Well, right, <laughs> who cares? Mm -hmm. I'm not using any Catholic calendar. Yeah, okay. Ireland, Jack, takes a sunnier... Sun, hmm, can I have a second take of that, Michael? Do we have enough tape? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Ireland takes a sunnier view of February 29th. Following a 5th century complaint by St. Bridget of Kildare that it takes men too long to make honest women of their sweethearts. Wow, 5th century, she was paying, saying, put a ring on it. Wow. St. Uh, <laughs> Patrick decreed that Leap Day would see the gender roles reversed and women would be permitted to propose to men. That notion popularized by the romantic comedy Leap Year, which oddly enough came out in 2010, which was not a leap year. Mm, that is ironic. <clears throat> the gender role reversal also became custom in some northern European countries, which discouraged men from rejecting Leap Day proposals. In Finland, a man who says no on Feb 29 is obliged to purchase his bride-to-be enough material to make a skirt. <laughs> wow. I got to do what now? That, that is a penalty. And then she's how, thinking, how, I got to make a skirt? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, and if it's like a mini skirt, that's not, can I just give you 20 bucks? That's what I'd do. In give Denmark, it a tiny the, amount of material. Yeah, go ahead and make a skirt out of this. Then let me see now. It. The Danes, the more practical folk, in Denmark, the cost is a dozen pair of gloves. Mm. 
apparently to hide the shame that comes with a declaration of love not resulting in a wedding ring. If, if, oh. I, if I open a box and there's 12 pairs of gloves in there, I think you're a crazy person. Well, and, and these Danish girls are thinking, okay, I get to ask him if he wants to get married on this day, and if he doesn't, I got to get a dozen pair of gloves to hide my eternal shame because I don't have a ring? This sucks. I'm waiting until tomorrow. Thank you for the gift, but it's at least 11 pairs of gloves more than I need, and perhaps 12. <laughs> Never mind. I'm getting on Tinder. This is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Putin made a heck of a threat overnight. Did you see that? We could get into it more later. He says the West risks nuclear conflict if it intervenes more in Ukraine. If we come through with the funding and give them more weapons, he's threatened. He says, I have the weapons to hit Ukraine with nukes and we'll do it. Now, it's bluster, I assume, but, eh, you know, that's like throwing around the D word in a marriage. I mean, it's just not cool. Which you're allowed to on February the 29th. And if your spouse says they don't want to get divorced, you have to give them 15 hats to wear. (laughs) And six left shoes for some reason. (laughs) Which illustrates the fact that you'll be walking around in circles as a couple until you settle your differences. (laughs) Of course, is the tradition in Finland. (laughs) Is this all Wikipedia? I wonder how much of this is just completely made up. That's what I should do. I should. You know, spend, that's what I'm going to do when I'm retired. I'm going to spend my my life putting completely made up things into Wikipedia about the meaning of oh, St. Patrick's Day or something. I love that idea. <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I wouldn't. I couldn't wait to get out of bed in the morning to get started. <laughs> you need to find a purpose in retirement. There it is. In Armenia, children walk around with a candle lit in their mouth all day long to symbolize <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> We've got more on the way. If you miss a segment, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is a big win for the Trump team in the sense that it delays the federal criminal trial that special counsel Jack Smith had originally pushed to start March 4th. After a loss at the D.C. Circuit, which issued a sweeping decision ruling against President Trump on this issue of immunity, we've been standing by to see whether the Supreme Court would actually get involved. Well, today's order puts the immunity issue on the fast track at the high court with the justices limiting the question to this. Whether and if so, to what extent does a former president enjoy presidential immunity from criminal prosecution for conduct alleged to involve official acts during his tenure in office. Some people believe that since the court has put this on the fast track, this is faster than normally this sort of thing would happen, that at least some of the justices don't like the idea of Trump being able to drag this out. Even the fast track's not very fast, though, as Shannon Bream points out here. Arguments will be held the week of April 22nd. A decision is most likely to come toward the end of the court's term in late June. Until the Supreme Court makes a decision, all the activity at the trial court level is on hold. That means only once the high court does ultimately rule will all of the pretrial motions and discovery resume. Should the Trump team be on the losing end of a decision at the Supreme Court, it is sure to argue it needs several weeks, if not months, to gear up for the federal trial, the criminal trial of the former president, possibly pushing the start to late summer or early fall. And everybody expects Trump to lose on this, right? But he wins in that this trial is not going to happen before the election. Yeah, I'm not aware of the everybody expects him to lose Per se, I was just going to say, I thought it was interesting that Shannon Bream said the Supreme Court is only going to look at this question. To what extent uh, does a president have immunity for acts uh, in his uh, official capacity of his office? I don't know. And I was thinking, that is an enormous question sure. of sweeping you know, complexity and, and breadth. That will echo in, in throughout personal, history. Oh, yeah, exactly. An enormous importance. So, yeah, that's that's plenty. Uh, again, uh, the idea that the president, uh, the president, the executive branch has so much power these days. And it does a hundred thousand things and, and shouldn't, by the way. But it's without question that some of, of some of the repercussions of whatever policy or regulation or act of war or the hundred thousand things the executive branch does could be seen to be illegal according to some statute somewhere. I mean, that's just easy to imagine. And or it did somebody damage in a way that was criminal. Um, so the a president's got to have some sort of immunity, obviously. But as uh, you know, the Supreme Court asked at one point, it, was it the Supreme Court or was it in the, the appeals court, that the circuit court, where they said, well, can he hire SEAL Team 6 to rub out his opponent? Yeah. I, I mean, so. we can't have that. My goodness. Right. Yeah, obviously. 
So uh, the question then is, depending on how late the trial is, speculation on what Merrick Garland, the attorney general, will do, because uh, Department of Justice policy is you don't have a trial close to an election day, although nobody knows exactly what the term close to an election day means. It's not delineated like this many weeks or this many days or whatever. Well, just jumping off of the timeline Shannon Bream laid out there, if they unleash that latish in June, uh, it's the next month that the Republican convention takes place in Milwaukee, right? So the week of the convention, Trump has got to be sitting there in the dock? Is that close to an election day? Well, and that would be perceived quite correctly, I think, is just politically horrifying. be the best thing you could do for Trump. <laughs> I mean... It... Trump's comparing himself to Navalny the other day was a stretch at best, but it would start to look a little like that. Yeah, sorry, I can't be at the convention accepting the nomination. I'm in court because I'm being prosecuted for stuff I did while I was in office. Now, putting aside the merits of the case, I'm just talking about how it looks. It looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, Well, I don't think most people think it's going to happen even in June, so... uh... Because like you just heard Shannon Bream of Fox lay out, everything has to be on hold, which makes sense. You wouldn't want the lawyers and everybody to go to work on all this stuff if there's a chance a trial might not happen. That's man, that, that, that doesn't make any sense. So um, everything is on hold, and then if the Supreme Court says, okay, it's okay, this is, this is what you can persecute him, this is what you can't prosecute him for, and then they start back up again, and the Trump team is saying it could take us months, okay, so... Say they give them weeks. Yeah, it could, it could easily get into July or August. You know, the For the start think, of the trial. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely true. Absolutely. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I think you could spend your entire career looking at this question and, and tweaking it through the years and all. Uh, to what extent does a president, a former president have immunity for what he did in office? Right. The, the One of the examples, the... Trump side used, so the other side used the argument of, well, could he hire SEAL Team 6 to kill his opponent? No. Or one of the other worthy SEAL teams, one through five, as we pointed out <laughs> earlier. <laughs> no, okay, so there is a limit. Then let's figure out where the limit is. The Trump team was making the argument, well, what about, so Barack Obama droned a U.S. citizen in another country. Is that legal? Or, to, can somebody prosecute him for that? He did that as president of the United States? No, we can't have a situation where that's a possibility. We can't have presidents looking over their shoulder for that sort of thing on a policy. Yeah, so you're right. It's a complex issue. It should be figured out, and uh, we know what the rules of the road are. Here's another for instance for you. It is absolutely demonstrable, according to the New York Times, for what it's worth, that Joe Biden deliberately and single-handedly changed border policies in a way that brought millions of illegal aliens into our country, some of whom have committed horrendous violent crimes. Can he be held criminally liable as an accessory to the murder of that poor gal in Georgia, for instance? You certainly could take a shot at it in the same way that you try to hold a bullet or gun manufacturer responsible for a death. You could certainly try. Or, and this is a nutty idea, if the guy was running for president again, you could so screw up his life and drain his finances with a bunch of those charges, he couldn't effectively run for president. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I was happy to see that most, 
even left-leaning journalists were okay with the Supreme Court taking this up because it's a complicated issue, needs to be figured out. Yeah. I, I didn't come across anybody in mainstream media anyway saying, this is clearly the MAGA court doing the bidding of their president to drag this out. So I didn't hear that. Shut I, was, I was kind of expecting that and didn't hear it, which I was right. happy. Well, that is refreshing. Yeah, what an interesting question. I'm going to have to do some reading about this. President goes to, to you know, f- f- do the coin flip at the Super Bowl. Busts an Uzi out of his oversized sport coat. Machine guns the crowd. Please. Ah, immunity. Sorry. And everybody says, well, he's the president. He's got immunity. <laughs> well, obviously, nobody thinks that's okay. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What a crazy question. The biggest news, of course, is the fact that not all Marianne these... Williamson has unsuspended her campaign. Yes. Oh, I've got an interesting factoid about the Michigan thing. You wouldn't think it'd be possible to have an interesting factoid. I don't but, think that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the big thing is all these different trusts. Trump is not going to get derailed by the courts. I thought he was a year ago. I thought oh, something here is going to just make it impossible. But nope, that ain't going to happen. In fact, whose headline was that? Ian Bremmer, somebody I follow yesterday, their headline was, Democrats need to realize they are not going to get rescued by the courts. Trump is going to make it all the way to Election Day, so you better get your act together with your candidate or somebody else. I would include uh, the Colorados and Maines of the Union, too, have made those attempts to keep Trump off of the ballot for reasons of insurrection or whatnot. That's going to get smacked down, too. So here, this is just statistical analysis which is an, uh, a fascinating realm because you can take a, a table of statistics and spin is too harsh a word, maybe. It just portray them in so many different ways. And sometimes that's why you just got to keep looking and keep looking and keep looking because sometimes there's something that will change. Anyway, so you had that uh, movement in Michigan the other day by the crowd that supports the Palestinians. What, what? What was it? Vote, vote, vote. Nobody. Non-committed. Vote, not vote. Non-committed. Yeah. So that was uh, got a lot of attention leading up to the election and the day after, and a lot of punditry about how boy this shows a real vulnerability for Joe Biden. Twelve percent of the electorate voted non-committed. Was it twelve? I think it was twelve. Twelve or thirteen. Yeah, something like that. Voted non-committed. That means blah 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 and blah blah blah. And he's going to have to blah 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 and blah blah blah. And then I heard somebody point out yesterday, Barack Obama. In 2012, as the sitting president, 11% voted non-committed or whatever that was when he was running in Michigan in 2012. So that means it was nothing. It meant nothing. Absolutely zero. That's a normal re- that's a normal result with all that money and Congress people giving speeches and all the mainstream media portraying as big. It they got like an extra two percent, and even in that one county. Where Dearborn is, Dearbornistan, even in that one county, it was only 20% of the people voted that way. And some of the leaders of the effort said, oh, yeah, we'll vote for Biden in November. So that was a complete nothing burger. I just, to me, my main takeaway from that was just dig, dig, dig. If you come across any statistics and you wonder, is this important or that doesn't sound right, keep digging because there might be something else. You go back years earlier or the numbers behind the numbers or whatever that changes the entire outlook. Nothing burger, that's uh, insensitive. Nothing falafel, perhaps, would be more appropriate. And I want to be, be paid $20 an hour to make this nothing burger.
A nothing That's kebab. A high-skilled job. So it's now become utterly clear that the COVID uh, leaked out of uh, the lab in Wuhan, and Anthony Fauci and Peter Daszak were behind it. There ought to be world trials, like the Nuremberg trials, going on right now. Wow. It is practically undeniable. Well, evidence to that effect coming up in a moment. Right. That's a Nuremberg trials. That's it. Mm. Joe, throwing Similar hammocks. look and feel. Uh, we got a lot on the way. I hope you can join. Did we nail down that is SEAL Team 6 the best SEAL team? Are they all roughly equal and that's just one of them? Does anybody know the answer to that question? Text line 415-295-KFTC. Pancake Day, the breakfast food brand Ego is offering guests the chance to stay in a pancake-themed rental house, which features a maple syrup fountain. It's the most whimsical place you'll ever be stung to death by bees. (laughs) (laughs) I did not know where that joke was going. I don't want that. So you're going to unleash Putin on us, or do you want COVID first? Uh, COVID. I, uh, I love the COVID story. I mentioned this uh, later in the show yesterday, and uh, I was quoting from the National Review, the Wall Street Journal's Nicholas Wade writing about it today. Uh, where did COVID come from? And he writes, in the four years since the SARS-CoV-2 was unleashed on the world, data have accumulated steadily, supporting the hypothesis that it emerged from a laboratory. Uh, that latest information released last month makes a formidable case that the product is the virus is the product of laboratory synthesis, not of nature. So not only did it leak from the lab, it was built there. And I'll get into the how they know it in a second. And like, I thought, and like I said yesterday, I mean, and I, I don't know anything about anything, which is obvious to anyone who listens. But the, the whole long COVID thing and all the different ways it messes with people just seems so not natural. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that, well, sometimes it attacks your brain, sometimes your kidneys, etc. This startling fact, he writes, will probably take some time to sink into the national consciousness, given the mainstream media's sustained inability to report the issue objectively. Editors have failed to think beyond the extreme politicization that requires liberals to oppose the lab leak hypothesis. Science journalists are too beholden to their sources to suspect that virologists would lie to them about the extent of their profession's responsibility for a catastrophic pandemic. And again, if if you didn't listen to yesterday's show, show, I'd urge you to seek out the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand because it dealt with some of the other angles of this and some of the evidence and some just absolutely delightful sarcasm um, that we don't have time for here. But what happened was um, a Project Diffuse is a... Oh, I'm sorry, that's the name of the uh, the evil scientist thing. Um, there was a uh, transparency in government organization that... F- filed some uh some what what's the term for the uh you got to release the documents uh i keep having fisa court stuck in my mind i'm joe biden ask here yeah foia request not fisa foia um and what they found was that in march of 2018 a team of american and chinese virologists applied to darpa the pentagon's darpa seeking 14 million dollars in a grant to manipulate viruses related to SARS-CoV-1, 
the bat virus that caused a minor epidemic in 22, 2002. Their goal was to identify bat viruses in Asia with the highest potential for jumping to people and to immunize bats so they wouldn't infect soldiers in the region. Now, the proposal for that, it was called Project Diffuse, specified that the virus's infectivity would be enhanced by inserting them into a genetic element known as a furin cleavage site. Depending on the st- starting virus, this protocol could have produced SARS-CoV-2, etc., so to to summarize this briefly, they proposed working with labs in North Carolina and Texas doing experimental research into bat COVID viruses to make them more virulent to inject them into mice with special human lung cells so they could test what it does and then how to inoculate against it. They proposed doing specifically what they're being accused of doing at the Wuhan Institute, they didn't get the DARPA funding, but it's clear that Peter Daszak and his EcoHealth Alliance and Anthony Fauci said, yes, this is important work. We're going to fund it. So are you bothered that gain-of-function research is a thing, or are you just bothered that they've gotten away with lying that that's what happened? I think if you're going to do gain-of-function research like this uh, that has such great potential dangers, and everybody knew that going in, it's got to be, it can't be at some Chinese lab with shoddy safety protocols. Right. If you're going to do it, do it in North Carolina. And if you can't justify doing it in North Carolina, or you can't uh, reassure North Carolinians that it's A, worth doing, and B, safe enough, you don't get to do it at all. But they got around that problem by getting other funding and doing precisely what they had proposed only a couple of years previous at the Wuhan Institute in exactly the way they had proposed. It's as if, you know, you end up dead, uh, beaten to death by a a Titleist nine iron outside of a Sonic Burger. And they uncover, uh, you know, me writing letter. Boy, I'd like to beat Jack to death outside of Sonic Burger with a Titleist 9 iron this year. But it didn't happen this year. It happened next spring. So Joe Getty is exonerated. No, come on. So you think Danzig and Fauci, when this broke, knew exactly what it was? Yes. Yeah, yes. And their a, denials, they're organizing virologists for that infamous letter. They're, uh, well, it was Fauci, Dazak's keeping a low profile, but um, all of their indignant uh, protests in Congress, their testimony, it was utterly, utterly uh, a lie to cover up their own uh, culpability for the deaths of millions of human beings. I think they sleep well at night by convincing themselves that this is necessary research and we, the normal people, just don't understand how important it is. And it's China's fault. Yeah. Well, I hope someday this story is believed and comes out entirely. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.